0: I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894. Straight to your phone, free, every day, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. Examples do not prove arguments. exceptional. Work on your game. For all listeners of the show i got to make sure you understand what the next step is and what the next level is in working with me and this work on your game universe that i've built this podcast is not the last step this is only the first step the next step for you is to join me in my bulletproof mastermind and then my third day mastermind at work on your game university.com let me tell you specifically what we work on and those are both my group and my individual masterminds first of all we got to work on mindset the biggest challenge that many people have many of you who are listening right now that is holding you back from the success and the outcomes that you want is not your tactics is not the strategies you're using is not a certain app or a certain process or any of that stuff that you think is the problem the biggest challenge is your mindset because your mindset is what keeps you from seeing what you need to see and thusly doing what you need to do and that's why you're not being who you need to be so the biggest thing we work on in all of my mastermind programs whether you're working in my group mastermind or my one-on-one is we got to work on your mindset and your mentality and your approach. Once we get that down it's the foundation on top of that, then we're going to build the strategies. The strategies are what exactly do I do? How exactly do I do it? Then there's the accountability. Not only the accountability for you and making sure you're getting things done, but also the accountability of the process, making sure that the process is an accurate formula that is actually getting you to the outcomes that you want so that we can measure the results and how far you're getting or how far away you are. Then there's the execution and making sure that you're doing the same things the same way every time, following the disciplines and following the processes. You can join my masterminds and start working with me directly. This is the very next step. If you're listening to this show and you're ready to go to the next level, the next step is to go to workonyourgameuniversity.com. You can join my group Bulletproof Mastermind or you can sign up for a call by clicking the link that says one on one coaching and sign up for a call with me. And we can talk about working one on one in my third day mastermind. That again is at workonyourgameuniversity.com to work with me directly. That is the next step here mindset, strategy, accountability, execution. Workonyourgameuniversity.com. My next Work On Your Game Live event will be taking place May 5th and 6th, 2022, and this is going to be a virtual event, Thursday and Friday, full day events, and this is specifically for the thought leaders, personal brand builders, and entrepreneurs who want to build your brand, build your business, and you want to finally go full-time in your business to where you're at least making enough money to cover your expenses and pay your bills so that you can quit your job and do your thing, your entrepreneurial thing, Full time. So this is specifically for those of you who are writing books, selling coaching, selling any type of training, you're selling courses, you're doing workshops, you're doing speaking gigs, live seminars, podcasting, and you want to start making a full-time income from that thing so you can stop doing all the other things and just do your thing full-time and you know the clock is ticking on you, this next Work On Your Game Live is the event for you. So I want you to go to workonyourgame.live. Notice that link, workonyourgame.live. And there you can see the details. This is going to be a two day event. We're on day one. We're going to cover mindset and strategy. As you all know, the foundation of everything I do, we got to start with the mindset and the strategy so that you know you're working off of accurate formulas that actually work. What are you doing in entrepreneurship? What business are you actually in? What are your frameworks in place? Who are you trying to sell to? Who is your target client? What exactly are you giving them? We're gonna cover all of that on day one in addition to more things. And on day two, it's application and execution. We're gonna talk about putting together your offers. When you're putting yourself out there to the world, how do you put it out in such a way that gets people actually excited about buying what you're selling? How being prolific and putting your name and your brand and your mind and your ideas out there to the world is one of the biggest things you can do to make sure you're consistently generating new leads. In other words, new people who are knowing about what you're offering and excited about getting. It. How to name your price. Any of you who's having challenges with pricing and money and getting money out of people. I know exactly why you're having those challenges and we will solve them on day two of working your game live we're going to talk about the human capital you have in place meaning the tools and skills the intangibles that you have in place what you need to develop and what you need to go get from someone else we're going to talk codifying your knowledge how do you take the knowledge that is in your head get it on paper so to speak so that you can actually transfer it and sell it to other people in a systemic way we're going to talk about how you're making money because money is one of the biggest challenges for entrepreneurs here. And that's really one of the main outcomes that we want to get here is that you're making the kind of money that you want to make. You no longer have challenges of selling your products and you're no longer holding yourself back with your own negative money mindsets. All of that's going to be covered on day two, which is application and execution. So, what I want you to do right now is go to workonyourgame.live. That's workonyourgame.live. L I V E get your ticket for this two-day virtual event that's a thursday and a friday if you can't make it either day we will have a replay available for everyone who has a ticket that is going to be may 5th and 6th i'm covering two full days mindset and strategy on day one application and execution on day two This is specifically for the thought leaders, the brand builders, the coaches, the speakers, the book writers, the seminar deliverers, the speakers, all of you out there who want to make a full-time living from your intellectual property. That is the knowledge that is in your head. You want to turn into products and services that people can pay you for and you want to do it full-time, but you're not quite there yet. I'm going to help you get there. I know the formulas. I know the systems. I have the process. You join me at workonyourgame.live. I will see you in May and let's get to getting this money. Workonyourgame.live. You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you're expecting to achieve is yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative, which is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques, all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic, we are going to discuss the relentless attack on truth that has been going on in all of the world. It goes on all the time. People are always trying to attack truth and uh, sow seeds of discouragement in the minds of the populace, but it's been going on a whole lot more recently and has been aided by people who we have traditionally been conditioned to trust. And that's why it's become a much more pernicious thing. So while on this show, of course, we talk about personal and professional development topics. Also, every once in a while, I like to dive into these, I guess, what you would call social issues or current events every now and then. It can't be an immediate current event, but something that might have a little bit of staying power. And I think this is one of them. So that's why we're talking about this here today. So, But before we get into that, let me tell everybody, I have a daily motivation text that I send out every day, free of charge to everyone who's in my texting community. And the way that you can get that text and join my texting community is completely free. All you got to do is text me. My number is 305-384-6894. Once you text me there every day when I send out the daily motivation text, you will be part of the recipient group and you'll get that text every day. And the good thing about that text, of all that better thing, even better than just getting it, is that. You can respond to any one of those text messages because it is a text line and that is my number. And yes, I will respond back to you so you can respond to any one of those texts and you will be texting directly with Dre all day. So text me again the number 305-384-6894. Now, this topic, again, is the relentless attack on truth. Let's get a definition, first of all, on the word truth so that we all are on the same page. The word true is defined as being in accordance with fact or reality. And I want you to note that the topic that we're talking about here today is truth. We are not talking about the relentless attack on opinion or the relentless attack on beliefs. We're talking about truth, things that are in accordance with fact or reality, meaning something that we can objectively see. This is what the situation is, not based on how you feel, but based on what actually is. Now, I told you in episode number 1808 about how to be objective. And also a week before that, episode 1800, how objectivity became the new controversy. These days, being objective is like being controversial. So that's why when I talk about these subjects, it's almost as if I'm going against the grain by even talking about these things when all I'm doing is sharing some things that we can all agree are in accordance with fact or reality. They are objective things. But because so many people are going in the opposite direction, and we're going to talk about why that is in a moment, this has become a controversial thing when all I'm really doing is just pointing out things that are, again, In accordance with fact and reality. So, you tell me as you listen to this. I gave you my text number so you can respond to me directly since we don't have comments in the podcasting audio apps. But if you're watching this on YouTube, of course, you can comment there. Truth is something that can be proven, everybody. You know something is true when it can be proven. And I want y'all to understand something. There's a big difference between a truth and an opinion or belief. A truth is something that can be proven in black and white and There really is nothing to argue about when we're talking about a truth. Now, if you're arguing with somebody about something, if there's a debate, if there is a contest on a point, then usually you're talking about beliefs and opinions. There's nothing wrong with having beliefs and opinions because human beings, we all have a whole bunch of both. But a truth is something that is straight black and white objective. There's really no argument. The challenge that is going on here today. The reason why this topic is the topic is because there are people who are taking things that are black and white. Clearly self-evident, they're in accordance with fact and reality, but they're trying to attack them. They're trying to attack truth. So this is not an argument over a belief. All right, it's one thing if I'm giving you my opinion, I'll tell you it's my opinion. It's a whole other thing when we're taking something that is objectively clear, and now people are trying to people are trying to draw, throw some doubt into the game. Like, okay, this is not maybe it's not as objectively clear as we thought it was. And this is the attack on truth that I'm talking about, and that's what I want to talk about here today because I think the further that this is allowed to go the further is going to go this is basically every inch that you give up another mile is going to be taken until we have complete anarchy out here in these streets and i don't want there to be complete anarchy here in these streets cuz not everybody's going to survive that anarchy so that's why we're going to talk about this and it starts in the mind i'm not even talking about you no know, with machine guns and tanks i'm talking it starts with the mindset and then it moves on to that later on but all of that could happen sooner than you think if this attack on truth is allowed to continue and the bullshit is allowed to exist and persist. So truth is something that's self-evident, while a belief is something that you choose to adopt. And again, everybody has their set of beliefs. There's nothing wrong with having beliefs. I've shared many of them here on this show, but there is a difference between the two. Today we're talking about truth. And so let's get into it. Point number one, today's topic, once again, is the relentless attack on truth. So we're going to talk about some specific examples. And I'm just using these as an example. This is not a conclusive list. And then I'm going to share why these areas are the biggest battlegrounds for this attack on truth. First of all, let's talk about the LGBTQ community. Right now, the LGBTQ is in the lead in the Don't Talk About Them Olympics. We'll just call it that. Now, we used to call it the Victim Olympics, but we'll just call it right now. We'll call it the Don't Talk About Them Olympics because they are not actually being victimized right now. Right now, LGBTQ, they're victimizing other people. They're actually on the attack right now. So they're not the victim Olympics. They're the suspects. Or they're not the victim. They're on the other side of the equation. The blacks had it for one summer, a couple of years ago. Black people where the don't talk about them, at least in a negative way. They were in the lead for a little bit. They only had it for a short time. Then Asians had it for a few months. Now the LGBTQ community has it and they've had it the longest and they've been dominating. And the LGBTQ community is probably the most organized when it comes to the don't talk about them, victim attacking. When it comes to that area of the game, all right. They are the most organized. And that's why they have had the lead for the longest. And that's why they got the biggest lead of any of these groups that I've mentioned amongst um, black people, Asians and them. They dominated all of the movements about protecting these groups, all three groups, blacks, Asians, LGBTQ. They were all based on what they were all based on an inaccurate idea, an incorrect idea that a majority of the population was somehow attacking them. And they were under attack just for being who they were. Uh, Black people are being attacked just for being black by the cops. It was either by cops or by white supremacists that are attacking black people every day when they go outside. And some of your famous, prominent black people were parroting this idea, even though it made no logical sense and had no statistical backing. Then Asians, it was the same thing. It was Asian hate. And with the Asian hate, there was no particular group that was being pointed out as the suspects. And the reason why there was no particular group being pointed out, because often when we saw this, quote unquote, Asian hate happening, who was the perpetrator? The perpetrator were usually black people. But since black people, there was still a lot of residue from the don't talk about black people in a negative way still going on. They couldn't point out who was actually the perpetrator of this Asian hate because it was black people. You would see it on video. So nobody actually said it. But the whole thing was stop Asian hate by black people. But anyway, again, it's not like every Asian person was having this happen. It's not like every black person was doing this. That just a few hand-picked examples are pointed out and then used as evidence to support this argument that, oh, this is happening all the time to all of these people, which is, again, a bullshit argument, but people emotions overpower logic. So this happened with the Asians, that a majority of the population was coming under attack just for being Asian. Now, while it is true that black people were under attack for many years through you know, Jim Crow and before civil rights and you know, the years of slavery, that's not happening today nor was it happening in the summer of 2020 when black people had the lead in the don't talk about them slash victim Olympics when blacks were in first place. While there have been attacks on innocent Asian people, again, as I said, we've seen it on camera and a lot of times it was by black people. It's not that the majority of the population is running around beating up Asian people just for being Asian. And who knows why these people are doing it. A lot of them seem like they're missing a few marbles upstairs and when they're doing this anyway. And while it is true, it is also true that people get attacked and discriminated against just for being gay or in any one of the alphabet, mafia, LGBTQ, they do get attacked for that. That is not what's happening all day, every day to anyone who's in that community. And I'm pointing these things out, which maybe you already agree with and understand. The reason I'm pointing these out is because these attacks on truth are being based on framing that certain groups as a being, they are just a widespread, just as a group, they're victims just for being who they are. And then they take these handpicked examples, As evidence of the argument. As I've told you before, examples do not prove arguments. I told you about that in episode number 2078. Examples do not prove arguments. If you have examples of something happening, that does not prove that your argument is correct. I can give you an example of somebody trying to break into my car and steal something. Does that mean every day, all day, people are trying to break into my car and steal something? No. I give you an example of a person beating up a random Asian woman for no reason in the middle of the street. Does that mean Asians are being attacked by people every single day? No. Just because you have an example of something does not prove that your argument is solid and does not prove the argument is sound. But this is what people are doing. So this is one of the ways that people are attacking truth. That's I'm giving you all that to say that one of the ways that people attack truth is that they take a couple examples, handpicked examples that support their argument, and then they use those as evidence as to why their argument is accurate. And then they get emotional about it. And then they have an emotional backing of it. And they yell and scream and stomp their feet. And then they get a bunch of other non-critical thinkers to agree with them. And then the louder that chorus of audience who agrees with their bullshit, it seems like everybody, quote unquote, is believing this. But everybody is not. And I'm one of the everybody who is not. So these handpicked examples of evidence of an argument and any word said that doesn't affirm and validate this argument. So somebody says, well, there was this woman, I forget what state she's from, but there's this black woman. Her name is Cori Bush. I don't know if any of you are familiar with Mrs. Bush. I'm going to look her up right now so I can find out where she's from because this wasn't in my notes, but I'm just thinking of her now, what she was saying. So Corey Bush is an American politician. She's a nurse pastor. She's a Black Lives Matter activist, and she is a U.S. representative. She's a congresswoman representing the state of Missouri. Now, one of the things that I heard Corey Bush say that was very ridiculous, and Cory Bush is in her 40, about 46 years old. Cori Bush, she was talking about how someone asked her about why she has personalized security, while at the same time that she has personal security. She spent, I believe it was either 40 grand or 90 grand on personal security, right? And someone was asking her, why do you have personal security, Mrs. Bush, while at the same time, 200000 excuse me, I underestimated. And she has even said this. She has spent $200,000 on private security. This was just last August, August of 2021. She defended the fact that she spent $200,000 on private security when most of you, most of you could not point Corey Bush out in a police lineup. You don't even know what she looks like if she walked past you right now. She's not name famous, let alone face famous. But she has $200,000 of personal security and she is also, I'm finally saying this, she is arguing and fighting and continuing to push to defund the police. So I want you all to understand exactly what Mrs. Bush is saying here. She wants to remove police. What is the job of a police officer? Police officer's job is to serve and protect who? The common citizen. Those of us who don't have private security. I do not have private security. I don't know how many of you have private security. Even if you have a gun, you don't have private security. You don't have to pay every month for your gun. All right. You pay one time for the gun. And whether you have one or not, if you don't have private security, Cori Bush wants to remove the built in taxpayer funded security that you have called the cops. While at the same time, she's spending $200,000 a year to protect herself personally and her family when none of you even knows what she looks like. And when she was asked about this, why are you doing this, Mrs. Bush? Here was her response was that she has had there have been numerous attempts on her life. She claims that numerous times someone has tried to kill her. I don't know who these people are who tried to kill her. None of them have been arrested. None of them have been brought to court. None of them have been brought to justice, even though she's a congresswoman, even though she has $200,000 of personal security. None of these people who tried to kill her have been caught or killed. Yet she needs $200,000 to defend herself. And the point that I'm making here is this. These same people who are allegedly representing you, at least in the state of Missouri with Cori Bush, they want to remove your protection while increasing their own. This is an attack on truth. Nobody's trying to kill Cori Bush because, again, most of you don't even know what she looks like. Now, somebody who has $200,000 a year in private security would probably need to be pretty well known. I would think somebody like, who knows, Beyonce or Oprah or Barack Obama might have $200,000 a year in personal security because any of you could pick them out of a lineup. If I showed you a picture said, who's that? You would know who it is. It's Beyonce. That's Barack Obama. Cori Bush. Most of you have no idea who that is. She has two hundred thousand dollars in personal security and defended it, argued for it, while at the same time saying people have tried to kill her. So she needs it. While at the same time, we need to defund the police. So the people who would defend you from getting killed, let's get rid of them. But the people who would defend her from getting killed, even though nobody knows who she is, she needs more. This is an attack on truth. Everybody understand the point that I'm making here? And any word that you say that does not either affirm or validate one of these people's arguments, you're either some form of phobic or you're some form of racist or anti whatever. All right. This is all bullshit attack on truth. See, you can disagree with a person and not be phobic on them. I can disagree that this man, person who has a penis, I can disagree with this man is not a woman and not be phobic. All right. That is a truth. And the fact that people are not. Allowing this and people are not, you know, accepting this, and that people arguing the other side of this argument is just very ridiculous. And this is just my first point. Let's move on to point number two. Today's topic once again is the relentless attack on truth. Number two, let's talk about black folks. I've done many episodes where I've talked about black people and how we have not held ourselves accountable. How we need to stop, or not for everybody, but there's a certain percentage of the population who has profited from. Looking at ourselves as victims and telling everyone that they're victims. There are people actually, I made posts on social media, posts on YouTube, where I've had Black people come into my comment section and argue with me, push back against me, and basically try to lecture me and tell me, you are wrong for saying that we as Black people are not victims. There are people who I know personally and offline in real life who have tried to argue with me and convince me that because I'm Black and live in America, that I need to see myself as a victim. And I consider that to be completely ridiculous. But let me get to my point. This one has died down a little bit over the last couple of years, because, as I said, Asians took the torch from black people and then LGBTQ snatched that shit from both of them and it kicked them both out of the way. But still, this still exists. Here's a truth. This is an objective evidence fact that you can look up yourself. Do not take my word for anything that I tell you here. You are much more likely as a black person to be killed by a fellow black person than you are to be killed by a cop or a white person. This is a statistical fact. That is not my opinion. It is not my belief. It is a statistical fact. Anybody who's listening to this who does not believe me, don't believe me. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to go online. And I want you to Google FBI murder statistics by race. That exact phrase, FBI murder statistics by race, look it up yourself, and then tell me if you still disagree with me. Or you can tell me that you're going to ignore the facts that I just gave you because they go against your beliefs. If your beliefs are going against facts, which one wins? If your answer is you're going to go with your beliefs because you've always believed it for all of your life, and the facts are telling you something different, you're not a critical thinker. You probably shouldn't listen to the show because nothing I say is going to convince you to think differently. You're in the wrong place. So what I just told you is statistical fact. The fact that some black people listening to me right now will completely reject what I just said is proof of the bigger point. This is the bigger point has nothing to do with the FBI stats of murder by race. It's not what this episode is about, but you can still look that up. Look it up and verify it. And if I got it wrong, you let me know. I know it's not wrong because I just looked at it. Bigger point is this is the attack on truth. The attack on truth has been going on so long that I know people who are two, three, four generations older than me, people who are 60 years old and up who will argue with me that when I point out this stat to them, you know what I've had people say to me? I've had people who I have a lot of respect for respond to me by saying, when I pointed out that stat that I just told you and showed them the documentation, I actually pulled up the link, took a screenshot of it, or showed them my phone and said, look at this, here's the stats right here. I've had people who are over the age of 50, over the age of 60, say to me out of their mouths, I don't believe these stats. Because the government might lie and they might make up statistics and things like that. This is what these people have actually said to me. And mind you, check this out. These same people who tell me that they don't believe what the government says. These are the same individuals who, as soon as the COVID jab came out, they went out and got every single shot that the government told them to go get. Yet they don't trust the government. They don't believe the government stats, but they put something in their arms that they don't know what the hell it is four or five times because the government told them to. But they don't trust the government. This is what these people told me. This belies their lack of critical thinking. But it also is, again, a bigger point. The attack on truth has been going on for a long time because these people are 50, 60 years old. So these are not some 20 year old who just got out of college and thinks they're smart. This is some 60 year old person. They've been a lot for a long time. So their truth or truth has been attacked their entire lifespan. So by the time they hear something from me, who's younger than them. And they think they're smart because they've been hearing this stuff their entire lives. They never even did the research. They never even got the information. So as soon as somebody shows them the information that goes against their beliefs, they can't accept it. This is a lack of critical thinking. And it's also proof positive that the older you get, actually, you kind of get dumber because you're less open to new information that on average. I'm not saying everybody's like that. Hopefully I'm not like that. Hopefully you are not or will not be like that. This is how many people are. Many people get a certain number of beliefs in their mind. And when they get to a certain age, they don't want to hear anything that will challenge that belief because they've been thinking it their whole lives. And it basically means everything they've been told is a lie. And that's the whole point here today. The attack on truth. A lot of things that a lot of these people believe are actually lies. People have been so indoctrinated with one message all of their lives that they don't even know that the belief that they have is not even based on facts. It's based on a belief that somebody told you. And because you have married yourself to a opinion that hardened into a belief, as soon as you find out a fact that challenges that belief, you don't want to hear it and you immediately reject it. So again, here's the thing you need to Google. Look it up right now, everybody. FBI murder statistics by race. And you can see, and it goes by race. It tells you how many white people got murdered, how many black people, how many Asians, how many Latins, how many other. And then it tells you who did the murdering, how many white people murdered white people, how many black people murdered black people, how many Latins murdered Latins and crossing over. How many black people murder whites? How many whites murder blacks? How many Latins murder Asians? It shows you the data right there. See it for yourself. I'm not even going to give you the numbers. Look at it for yourself. And then I want any of you who looked it up to text me and tell me, does this conflict with what you've been taught in your entire life? And I'm not even going to give you a link or anything. I'm just telling you what to Google so you can see it for yourself. So you don't think I handpicked it. Look it up yourself. I'm going to train you to do your own research because this is something that we all need to be doing these days. We all need to be doing our own research. You can't trust anybody to do research for you these days. You need to be doing your own research. If you're not doing it, then other people are going to do research, quote unquote, research for you. And they're going to tell you what to believe when it's based on bullshit. That is the attack on truth. I should do a whole episode on just doing your own research. Point number three. Today's topic, once again, is the attack on truth. Number three, let's talk about this virus. The coronavirus that came out in December of 2019. That's what COVID stands for. Coronavirus December. 2019. A lot of y'all might not even have known that. This is why you need to be doing your own research. You need to be reading. That's what COVID stands for. C O V I D. COVID 19. We were told two weeks to slow the spread. Everybody remembers that, right? All right. How long has it been now? Now that two weeks became two years. Some of you who are listening to this right now, I'm not mad at you for it. I'm not going to ridicule you for it. I'm just going to point it out. Do not be mad at me for pointing it out. You taking what three, four, five shots in your arm of what? Would you get shot in your arm? And I know, listen, I ain't mad at y'all. Some of y'all are college students. You had to, to go back to school. Some of you have jobs. You had to, to keep your job and to keep your paycheck and to, you know, feed your kids. I ain't mad at you for that. But again, topic here today is attack on truth. It's not attack on you. It's an attack on truth. You took four or five shots of who knows what in your arm. And after all those shots of what allegedly is called a quote vaccine, I'm using air quotes, you could still get the virus. So I want you to go look up the definition of the word vaccine. Again, do your own research. Do not take Dre Baldwin's word for anything that I say here today. Do your own research. Look up the definition of the word vaccine. It says right here, a vaccine is a biological preparation that provides active acquired immunity to a particular infectious disease. Keyword, immunity to a particular infectious disease. You know what immunity means? It means that you can't get it. So you got four or five shots in your arm and you can still get it. Is it a vaccine? By definition, it's not. By definition, something's not a vaccine if you can still get the virus after you got it. Immunity means the quality or condition of being immune. Acquired or induced resistance to infection by a specific pathogen, that shot that you got, whatever you want to call it, that's why I call it the jab. It's a jab. You got jabbed in your arm by a syringe and they put something in there. Who knows what the hell that was? It ain't a vaccine because you can still get the virus. Don't tell me anything about lessening your chances or vaccines save lives. I had somebody, I was on a live stream last weekend and I didn't get a chance. I would have brought him on if he had stayed on He came in and he left the room, but he said, oh, what are you saying, Joe? You're anti-vaccine. Vaccines save lives. Some people like to say that. Vaccines save lives. You know what? You're right. Vaccines do save lives. So where's the vaccine? All right. If there's a vaccine, I might actually go get it. If there's a vaccine, it ain't one. Because if there was one, then you wouldn't be able to get the virus. And this shit would have been over a long time ago. Whatever that is that we got, or not we, I ain't got it, but whatever it is that maybe some of you got jabbed in your arm, that ain't no vaccine. So you're right. Vaccines do save lives. You know why people are still getting the virus? Because whatever you got shot in your arm is not a vaccine. Remember the topic for today. Again, this is the attack on truth. There are people out here running around saying vaccines save lives as if that means you should go get the jab when that jab ain't a vaccine. That is an attack on truth. Truth is something that is, again, let me give you that definition again. Truth means in accordance with fact or reality. The very definition of a vaccine means you are provided. Let me say that again. Active acquired immunity to a particular infectious disease. That shot is not a vaccine by the very definition of the word. If you are arguing that a vaccine saves lives, you know what? You're right. They do. You don't have a vaccine. That's why you can still get the virus. All right. This is just the point. Again, don't be mad at me for pointing this out. Anybody who is upset with me for pointing this out, what you need to do is check your critical thinking skills, like I talked about in episodes number 1826 and 1827. If you are bothered by anything that I have said so far here today, you need to listen to episodes 1826 and 1827, or you go find a different show to listen to. Go listen to some, I don't know, some nonsense that can entertain you. You can turn your brain off if you don't want to be challenged to think. Nothing I'm saying here is my opinion. You can verify everything that I said. If I got anything wrong, you can let me know. You can text me and let me know. And when you text me and let me know, come to me with some actual truth and facts and reality, not your opinions and your beliefs. Because if you come to me with opinions or beliefs, I will let you know and I will clown you and I will actually probably use the stupid shit you say in a future episode of the show. Let it be known. Point number four. Today's topic, once again, is the relentless attack on truth. Number four. What's crazy about all of this? Everything I've said here so far today and other stuff, I'll just use a few examples because it's not about any particular topic, any of these topics I said here today. It's not even about any particular group. What's crazy is that, and the reason why this is an attack on truth, is that people are being bullied and scared into silence when all of us can clearly see the bullshit. Now, actually, some of you can't see the bullshit. Some of you are upset right now with what I've said here today, but the rest of you know exactly what I'm talking about. And maybe you don't have a platform like I do. Maybe you're not interested in being the one saying it like I am, but you're nodding your head along with everything I'm saying here today. You can clearly see the bullshit. The challenge is that so many people are being bullied and canceled and beaten into submission to act like they don't see the bullshit. The reason that truth is being attacked so strongly and the reason why it's working on some people is because people are so afraid to say anything that questions the prevailing narrative, even when they know the prevailing narrative is full of shit. I know the prevailing narrative is full of shit, but I'm in a position where I can speak on it. As the saying goes, a lie makes its way around the world twice while the truth is still putting its pants on. This is compounded by the fact that it's harder and harder to get accurate information these days because journalism is dead and we can't even trust the news anymore. I told you about that in episode 2016, While journalism is dying. We can't trust them anymore because they're giving us their opinions and beliefs rather than giving us objective facts. So this is, is making it harder and harder for anybody to get actual information because a lot of people don't even know how to find accurate information because people don't have critical thinking skills. They don't teach you this in school. Now in school, they want to teach you how to be gay instead of teaching you critical thinking, math and science and things that'll make you successful in life. They want to teach you that a boy can be a girl and a girl can be a boy. That's more important to them. Hey, don't shoot the messenger. Y'all know what's going on. Am, am I making any of this up? If I got any of this wrong, right? me No. I know I got some teachers listening to this. Some of y'all are in school who listen to this. Some of you are parents. You got kids in school. You're listening to this. If I got it wrong, let me know. I want to know about it. If I got something wrong, let me know. If I got it right, let me know. This is compounded by the fact that we can't trust news anymore. We can't trust media anymore. It takes more work to actually find out what's going on. We can't trust the traditional outlets. So it's all happening at the same time. But what's going on right now, Alex Jones got the name right. These are info wars. These are information wars that we're dealing with right now. Nowadays, the the war is not tanks and bullets and killing people. It's not physical. The war is mental. The war is information. The war is what's going on in your mind because you're getting conflicting information from different people. And when someone shares with you something that goes against the prevailing narrative, what do you hear? It's fake news. Nobody else is saying that was the logical fallacy. That's the bandwagon logical fallacy. Since everybody else is saying something, it must be true. That is bullshit. That's a logical fallacy. And you don't know what that means. Look it up. And it's a conspiracy theory. It's fake news. Now, this person is a uh, fringe or whatever, some negative term that you can put on a person to get them not listened to. This is all bullshit that's being thrown out. This is the attack on truth, folks. It is your job now. You got to do extra work. I told you this in episode 2016. You got to do extra work to be informed these days. And you have to learn how to do your own research. So I'm going to do a whole episode just on that topic, doing your own research. So as a matter of fact, I'm going to write it down right now to make sure I give you all that episode because people need this more than you need damn near anything today is to learn how to do your own research so that you can think for yourself and you don't become a sheep just repeating things that have been told to you by people who are less informed than even you are all that being said let's recap today's class which is the relentless attack on truth the definition of truth means in accordance with fact or reality we're talking about truth we are not talking about beliefs or opinions so a couple of examples so lgbtq they're an elite and they don't talk about them olympics it was blacks for a while then it was asians now, it's true that things have happened to these groups for certain reasons, and sometimes it is because of the group that they are in. But then taking these hand-picked examples, using them as evidence of an argument is false. Uh, examples do not prove arguments. I told you that in an episode of my show. And if you say anything that does not affirm or validate these groups, you're some form of phobic or some form of racist. That is bullshit. You can disagree with someone without being phobic or racist. This is a truth. Point number two. When it comes to black people, this one died down for a little bit. But we all know that you are statistically more likely to be killed by a fellow black person than you are to be killed by a white person, white person, a Trump supporter or a cop. This is a statistical fact. It's been a fact forever. It has never not been a fact. And anybody who is not aware of this fact, go look it up yourself. Google FBI murder statistics by race and see it for yourself. All right, You don't need to be worried about a, somebody with a Confederate flag on the back of their truck. You need to be worried about the black person who is across the street from you. They're much more likely to kill you than that other person that you're talking about or a police officer. Again, the stats bear this out. You don't want to agree with the stats. Then why'd you get that jab in your arm? Point number three, COVID. We were told it was two weeks to slow the spread. That became two years. You took three, four or five shots in your arm. Don't even know what it is. People say vaccines save lives. Yes, they do. All right. Where's the vaccine? All right. As far as this virus goes, we ain't got one because if there was, then you couldn't be still susceptible to the virus. It makes no sense. Again, this is more attack on truth. And number four, What's crazy about all this, because not about any one of these particular topics, is that people are being bullied into not saying anything when they notice the bullshit. We all notice the bullshit, but a lot of people have been coerced into not saying anything at all. And as the saying goes, an eye makes its way around the world twice before the truth even puts its pants on. And these days we got to do more work to get information. We can't trust the traditional outlets. Actually, we got to look at them with a, a funny eye now because anything they tell us is they're just going with some narrative rather than giving us the objective information and letting us think for ourselves. They're trying to tell us what to think instead of showing us how to think. So it's all happening at the same time. This is a real life information war that is going on. And your job in arming yourself for this war is to learn to be a critical thinker, learn to think for yourself, learn to do your own research. Do not trust anything you hear from anyone, not even myself. I will tell you what I got. You go look it up. And if I got it wrong, you can let me know and we can have a logical, respectful, discussion about it, but I know I got it right. So you book it up and you verify. All that said, two things for you to do. Number one, text me to get my daily motivation every day, free of charge, straight to your phone. My number is 305-384-6894. Number two, join my Bulletproof Mastermind. We work on your strategy, whether that's your strategy for thinking, your strategy for how you're getting things done, how you're running your business, your mindset, your personal life, your business life. Act- accountability. Make sure you're doing things the right way. and We have a way of measuring what's working and execution. Are you getting things done consistently, the same things the same way every time? All of that's in my Bulletproof Mastermind. We also have a member only community where we can continue that discussion through the week and a live training I do every single week with me directly on certain topics. That is at WorkOnYourGameUniversity.com. Again, WorkOnYourGameUniversity.com. Work on your game. Dre, all debt.